Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always glad to have this man back. He's an author. He's a geologist. He, of course, is of the CO2Coalition.org. It's uh, Gregory Wrightstone. Greg, how are you? Good to see you. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, it's good to be back home with you. It's been too long. It has been. Uh, yeah, it's been several months now. Well, we wanted to have you back on because watching the news and watching the nuttiness that's going on um, surrounding so-called climate change, we don't call it global warming anymore because sometimes it cools off and it warms up a little bit. So the climate is changing and nobody can argue against that. But uh, you've been so righteous in the information that you bring. I love the book, um, uh, Inconvenient Facts. Hopefully everybody will go and get that. Go to the website, CO2Coalition.org. I want to bring up the meetings that we have, these global meetings, this G20, the G8, the WEF, all this stuff, where everybody flies in by the hundreds of private jets and then tell us all that we're polluting too much. When you see something like that, I mean, first, you probably have to smile. And then second, uh, you notice the hypocrisy like I do, right? It's nuts, isn't it? Oh, it is. And especially just uh, two days ago, was re- reported Pete Buttigieg, our transportation secretary, has been lecturing us all uh, to go over to electric vehicles and uh, watch our carbon footprint. Here's it's revealed that he's been taking dozens of private jet flights. Uh, well, there was there, in the in the Trump administration, he had a, 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 a one of, part of his circle was actually drummed out of the uh, the government because he was they were taking private jets. Right. But it's okay for Pete. But, you know, private jets for me, but not for thee. Um, and it just it's the hypocrisy just rankles. They buy their seaside villas. Uh, but but yet they like lecturing us about the dangers of, of sea level rise. And in fact, Joe, one thing I've been talking about at, at COP27, they barely said anything about net zero. It was all about net zero. The last one. And this year, because of the energy situation in Europe, Barely a mention was made. Now it's all about reparations that we're going to have to pay. You know, the United States and the Western United uh, economies are going to have to pay climate reparations because of climate damage. It was led by the the nation of Tuvalu, which is uh, Tuvalu. Uh, in the Southeast Asia, that they were going to be overwhelmed by sea level rise. Well, think about this, Joe. They're about the, the highest point on the islands, about nine feet above sea level. It's pretty close, barely above sea level. 20,000 years ago, those same island nations of Tuvalu were also just above sea level. Since that time, sea level has risen 400 feet. So it's risen 400 feet, yet here we are 
the islands of Tuvalu were still just above sea level, and that's because of a geologic process known as accretion. So what they're saying is, well, it's risen 400 feet in 20,000 years, but that last eight inches of sea level rise, <laughs> that's going to do these islands in, right? <laughs> no. Greg, I've got to remind you of something that you already know. If it were real that we were concerned about the polar ice cap melting and the sea level overtaking Manhattan and everything else, Barack Obama wouldn't be uh, living in a house in Martha's Vineyard, and he wouldn't be building a new house in Hawaii because they'd both be underwater. The more they say it, the more they buy beachfront property. And we can just go by their purchases. If we looked at their checkbooks, we would know that they know that this is not real. And you mentioned Pete Buttigieg. Of course, John Kerry is also flying around in, in a uh, private jet. So is Al Gore. So is Nancy Pelosi. So is Leonardo DiCaprio, who claims that he's the climate guy as well. These people just think we're stupid. And hopefully more people are waking up through getting Inconvenient Facts, your great book, or by going to the CO2coalition.org. Um, when it comes to electric vehicles, I don't know that you and I talked about this at length before, but I saw a study recently, or I heard it on the radio, that it takes decades for you to drive the electric vehicle around to offset the amount of carbon, the carbon footprint it takes just to make it. Is that true? Do, do you know that? Well, I don't know. I, I've seen studies like that. I'm, I'm not sure if it's decades, but it's many, many years. Yeah. Because what they do is they say, oh, it's a it's a zero emission vehicle, but, but they not. don't they don't look at the front end or the back end. Right. The front end is what's the energy and the environmental degradation that's that's created by the mining of these rare earth minerals, right. and the energy and the fossil fuels that are used to consume to build these things. And then they don't look at the back end, which we've talked before about uh, just the the terrible. Uh, situation where you're going to have to, what are we going to do with all these solar panels and wind turbine blades? Uh, and the other news that came out just last week was that the, the solar, the uh, wind turbines, actually the lifespan they used to say was 25 years. Now it's been revealed that actually it's, it's more like on the order of 12 years. Oh, wow. So they, and so you're going to have to replace all this infrastructure. Uh, it's just more and more and more expensive. And plus the, uh, uh, uh the ability for the wind turbines to actually work degrades very quickly. I wonder if you can um, uh, readdress something that we talked about last time as well. Um, you're the only person I've ever spoken with that made such a salient point when it comes to CO2. Carbon dioxide is what plants and greenery needs to breathe. We breathe oxygen. They breathe CO2. More CO2, as you made the point last time, is good. I hope you'll expand upon that. Plus, the temperature going up a little bit is actually good for human beings and for growth, is it not? Oh, it is. And we can see that the, the modest temperature rise we've seen of just about one degree Celsius since 1900, that combined with increasing CO2 is leading to an earth and its ecosystems that are thriving and prospering. By almost every metric we look at, our ecosystems are, are expanding. We, what we look at, and if you actually look at the facts, you hear a lot about um, uh, deforestation, the fact of the matter is the earth is experiencing reforestation uh, across the United States. We've seen a 50% increase in standing timber since wow. the mid fifties. And in Pe Pennsylvania alone, I just saw the other day, a five-fold increase in standing timber of forests in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, and we see that almost throughout the, the entire world uh, is reforestation. Nobody's uh, reporting that. Greg, nobody's reporting that. Why? Because no. it would be a good thing. And, and what they are doing, they're talking about deforestation, places like the Amazon, there is some of that going on. And why is it being de deforested? They're looking for rare earth minerals right. to fuel 
this electric vehicle battery market and to create what they're needed for this this new electric electric market. They're cutting down forests in Indonesia to put up palm oil trees instead of the the orangutan uh, uh, niche environments. They're cutting that down and the palm oil trees for uh, to to use again for this uh, this their energy their a biofuel mixture. It's it's crazy. I guess we have to destroy the environment in order to to save it. It's so um, dumb. Yeah, no, it doesn't make so any we sense. See, but but I but you're right. It's this great story, and we see back. You know, we've talked many times about um, my next book. I'm I'm diving into about the many benefits over the last several thousand years, where we always each of the previous three warming periods were always. Uh, equated with with huge prosperity, rising civilizations and empires. Uh, we see throughout history, we see that the rise and fall of temperatures was associated with the rise and fall of civilizations and empires. And it's been just opposite of what we're what we're, we're being told. And historically, if we look back through, uh, we see that uh, great empires and civilizations rose up and food was bountiful in those really warm areas eras and it's the cold periods that were horrific and so you, history tells us that we should welcome the warmth and fear the cold and, and, and it, for me of course it just as a common guy i'm not a geologist not an expert on this stuff i know that i thrive more when i can go outside and and utilize a a beautiful day when it's two degrees outside i can't do as much you can't thrive as much and, and it only makes sense that historically when it was warmer we thrived as humans when it was cooler we didn't it's gregory wrightstone get the book inconvenient facts also go to uh, co2coalition.org great news heard this yesterday or the day before somebody somewhere in some lab took some energy and put it into some sort of device and got much more energy out of it. All of our energy uh, um, uh, issues are solved. It's called what? Fusion of something, some sort of a, an atomic nuclear thing was done. Great news, Greg. We can use a little bit of energy and get a lot more out of it, right? Kind of, sort of, but not really. <laughs> what they're doing is, now i tell you what, what they did. What it's, did they do? Nuclear fusion energy. So what they did was, they first they take a, a fuel pellet, uh, bear in mind that each one of these pellets are handcrafted and it costs one million bucks. Oh wow! And they shoot a laser into it. And so what they did was they shot a laser into this fuel pellet, and they got sixty-seven percent of the energy put in came back out. So they didn't quite make more energy with this fusion reaction, but they're getting close. Well, that they, isn't what. That isn't what hold on. That isn't what they re, they reported. They reported they got more energy out. They didn't. No, they did not. Really? They, they got a, no, no. They they broke they broke the record for the amount of energy that came out as went back in, and they're expecting to get there soon. But I I've uh, I was in a, a Zoom call with uh, it's what I do. I yeah. was on one with with a bunch of physicists today from the CO two coalition, and there's a joke going around the physics community that they were telling me about this. Um, they said that uh, fusion. Uh, energy is always 50 years away. They said it's been 50 years away for 40 years. You know, every <laughs> year it, it's always moved back another decade every right. time. And so I thought, I thought that was pretty funny. So, but actually what they don't talk about, all they talk about is the energy of the, of the laser itself that went into it. They don't talk about the energy that's required from the grid to create that laser. Oh, and yeah. for every unit of energy from that laser that goes into it, it takes 200 units from the grid 
to do that. And because these lasers are are uh, magnetic cooled and water cooled, they're they're very very uh, fuel intensive and energy intensive. Uh, so it's it's it, they're not even close to this. Uh, it's, it's it's perhaps it's something we should continue investing in. I think that's a great idea, uh, but it's 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 decades, many many decades away from solving this problem. And I think what they did with this, they wanted what they want is they're getting so much pushback on net zero now, and, and right. you know going away from fossil fuels. They can say, well, look here, this is right on the edge. We're on the cusp of of net zero bountiful net zero fusion electricity when it's not there's nothing nothing of the sorts like that uh we're, we're many decades away from that and there's no replacing as you know the three words i like like for electricity and energy is reliable abundant and affordable right that can only be be uh, from fossil fuels natural gas uh, coal and oil are reliable abundant and affordable uh, nuclear is reliable and abundant, but it's it's not quite as affordable as the others, and and the renewables are just awful on all three counts. They're not reliable, they're not abundant, and they're not affordable. If my math is serving me right, and it's Gregory Wrightstone, make sure you go you go to co2coalition.org. If my math is serving me right, you'd have to get 200 times the energy as a result to just pay for or or to be even with the energy used to to get the result. Right. It's very much like the renewables when all they do is they focus on just, you know, after the, you know, what, what, after the, after that EV is built. Right. What, right. what's it, you know. And forget and everything it took to get there. <laughs> right. The solar panel. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, they don't look at what, it, what was required to put the sonal yeah. to, to create that solar panel or to create those wind turbines or the, the energy required to put up these offshore wind facilities, uh, which are. Uh, there's one coming to you if you live along the shorelines of the Gulf or the East Coast. Uh, there's there's a whole many thousands planned uh, to ruin, not just ruin your view, uh, but to endangered right whale along the Atlantic uh, margins. Right. Uh, it's it, it's just bad news. They're they're doing really stupid things for our energy sector and destroying it. And it's showing the chickens are coming home to roost, particularly strongly. Uh, in Europe, we're seeing it new the the problems in New England with uh, huge increases in the electricity costs, and that's mainly because of the natural gas situation there. Sixty one percent of New England's electricity is generated from natural gas, oh. and and right south of them, just a couple hundred miles south in Pennsylvania and eastern Ohio, we have the vast quantities, uh, largest natural gas field in the world. And they can't get the gas from there to New England because of bans on pipelines from New Jersey and New York. It's so and dumb. what yeah. complicates this is the Jones Act. They can't import cheap energy from Louisiana and Texas into Boston because of the Jones Act. Because the Jones Act says you have to have an American-flagged tanker to go from one American port to another. And so they've got to buy five times the cost of their natural gas, liquefied natural gas from Saudi Arabia and, uh, Algeria, uh, and Spain moving through there. It's, it's just, it's just stupid. And Joe Biden could solve that problem with a waiver tomorrow. He did it for Puerto Rico, waiving the Jones act, 
but he won't do it for Boston. Of course not, because he wants the power and control. That's my opinion, not necessarily not necessarily yours. And we can't go in and get fossil fuels. The, the drilling permits are all stopping. He keeps saying, no more drilling. We're not going to do any more drilling. I'm not going to send any more drilling. And then he tells Venezuela, by the way, go ahead and drill. So they're not really worried about the climate because Venezuela, from what I understand, is on the same planet as we are. Um, so it doesn't make any sense. This, to me, is about power and control. I've got about a minute or two left, Greg. you got to fill us in on the new uh, educational programs uh, with science, comic books, lesson plans for homeschooling, some videos for parents as well. How can people find out more about this? And what, what is it? Yeah, we're, we're about ready to roll it out. We're rolling out our, our, our new website. Uh, it's not available yet. CO2 Learning Center on it. We've got... Uh, the first three of a series of, of science-based comic books for children. Right. It's done manga style, which is like anime. I've got a talented Brazilian artist. We're going, uh, the second book we just, we've got is called Simon, the solar powered cat. It's cool. about photosynthesis. And we've got the good thing about this, Joe is we've got lesson plans that we developed. Uh, Dr. Sharon camp PhD in analytic chemistry. She taught and wrote AP curricula. Uh, she's retired now, but she's writing our lesson plans for homeschool and for charter schools. It's it's powerful. We've got videos. Uh, you can go to CO2 Learning Center YouTube. That's available right now. Okay. Again, we've got we've got lesson plans for these videos. Again, it's it's teaching science without the climate alarmism. There's nothing else like it out there. I'm just so proud. Uh, we have this committee of. I, I, it's unbelievable, Joe. We got 15. You'd think they would be egghead PhDs. <laughs> and, and what they've accomplished, it's the children that we've shown it to. It's just, they just love it. And uh, my granddaughter's asked me to read. Well, actually, she reads it to me. She's five years old, nice. but reads the book to me. And she just loves it. She's probably read, read it 10 times. But what is and, that YouTube uh, site again so people can go? CO2LearningCenter.com. I love it. I and hope you, everybody will go. Yeah, it, it's wonderful. And again, thanks for jumping in the chair today. So much going on. We've got to do this more often. I'm not sure why it's been so uh, such a while. But people should go and check out the YouTube channel. Go to CO2Coalition.org. It's uh, Gregory Wrightstone. Get his book, Inconvenient Facts, as well. Greg, thanks a million for jumping on today. Thank you. Talk to you in a bit. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is The Joe Pag Show. Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hi, great to have you. Thanks. I really enjoy having Gregory Wrightstone on. I will post that interview later because a lot of you are going to need that for the holidays when your uncles and aunts show up and tell you that the world is melting or something like that. So make sure that uh, that you go and check it out on Rumble. Just go to JoePags.com, click on the Rumble link. That's the one that looks like a play button, and you'll see all the interviews that I do. Short videos on Instagram, Joe Talk Show, on YouTube as well, Joe Pags Radio, Pop Culture. Up. Dirty Pop. What's happening, Polo? So I know you're not the biggest... 
Ellen fan, but I mean, I'm sure that you had seen her show at least a few times. I didn't, I know what you're going to say, but I didn't know him from Ellen. I knew him from So You Think You Can Dance. Right. And he was also in the a few of the Step Up movies. Right. Uh, I mean, it's pretty crazy. I mean, DJ Steven Twitch Boss was his name. Um, they're saying that he had checked into a motel one day before his body was found. Um, there weren't any indications that he was upset or anything like that. But I mean, this was definitely something planned, you know, and he took his own life. Sucks. I only knew him as Twitch, and the guy was just effervescent. Always very happy. Very sad to hear that today. That is Polo. That is Sam. That's Carrie. I'm Joe. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. This is the Joe Pegg Show.